0: Our speaker for the morning is a very passionate person. I met Kimley last year. Kimley is the mission coordinator. I don't have a cold, I just have a perpetual drip. Um, For the conference of a spiritual director. And she was leading this workshop. And all of us who are district spiritual directors were in her class. And she had all these papers, and I thought, this woman has to be crazy. (laughs) She literally has to be crazy. She thinks we're going to do all of this. And I'm not a person that gets very uh, upset or overwhelmed by things like that, but I thought, Kimberly can't expect us to do all of this. But she does it. She is all over the conference, all over the district, all over the jurisdiction. You know, our jurisdiction takes in 13 states. And she's on task force there. She is t- totally active in, her, in the entire conference and in her district. She lives in Chowchilla, but she goes to Wesley United Methodist Church. And so active there. And uh, when I heard her in that class, and she was so excited about everything she was doing, and everything she does, she grounds it in scripture. And I thought I came back and said to our executive committee, "You think we can bring her up here and have her to speak today?" And uh, they said yes. And I called, and she said, "Give me two weeks to pray about this." You know, that's, that's awesome. All of us ought to pray about everything that we're going. Somebody ask us to do. So there are times when we know right away that's right. But most of the time we need to pray about it. And that's what I like about her. She prays about all of these things and she needed two weeks to pray about it. And she asked me, could we use that cover? She sent me this uh, little pitch flower there on there. And in her real life, (laughs) she is an educator and a personal something. Consultant. Consultant. (laughs) So whatever that means, she'll tell you about it later. So uh, she and her partner have been together for 20 years. Her partner is, where, there she is, Estelle. Uh, Her name is Estelle, and you'll get to meet Estelle later. And I am just excited to introduce her to you and have her to speak with you today. And she's still crazy.
1: (laughs) Happy Sunday, everyone. (laughs) My favorite introduction ever, being called Crazy. Most people would not like that. I love it. It definitely sums me up. So, happy Sunday, everyone. It is so great to be with you today on United Methodist Women Sunday. As Rosa said, my name is Kimberly Parento, like Plateau, Chateau, and it is my wife's lovely French-Canadian name that I have had to learn and pass that on. Uh, I feel very blessed to be with you here today representing the conference. Why am I here today. Well, luckily for you, I am not here to preach to you. Is there a round of applause? <laughs> and even though my biography from Rosen mentions my love of teaching spiritual principles, I'm not even here to teach you today. I am here as a representative of the greater connection that the United Methodist Church has available for all of us. Hopefully, I can create some conversations between you and each other, That will lead to some choices between you and the Lord about how we can better navigate through these current times in our churches and communities. I love scriptures that your local United Methodist women chose to read today from Genesis. In Genesis 127, we heard the Bible teaches us that God created humankind in God's image, all humankind. Amen? Amen. In Genesis 1.31, we also heard that all creation is God's and is good in and of itself. I also love the worship songs that your UMW lady selected for this service. As I listened to and studied the words to the song choices before I came, it was clear there was a theme of seeking peace resonating through all of them. So as we continue to sing and worship together, listen for that piece, which your children moment did a great job of bringing that up as well. When I asked Rosa a little bit about her church that she loves, by the way, she told me all of the amazing things that are happening here, as well as some of the challenges that you are experiencing. It was important for me to hear specifics about your church in order to go to the Lord in prayer about my message that he would want for me to bring to you today Let us start with Psalm 23 One of the most well known of the Psalms It is often read to provide comfort and wisdom When we are seeking answers to tough questions I would like to read you today from the voice translation Psalm 23, 1-3 says The Eternal is my shepherd He cares for me always He provides me rest in rich, green fields beside streams of refreshing water. He soothes my fears. He makes me whole again, steering me off the worn, hard paths to roads where truth and righteousness echo his name. Amen to that? Amen. Each January, our California Nevada Conference of the United Methodist Women's Leadership Team meets together to discuss the year's events. I am a new member on this team and enjoyed participating in the process of prayer and seeking the Lord's wisdom for the right choices to make for this challenging season in our denomination. Listening to the concerns shared from our churches and especially our UMW ladies, the theme we chose for the 2020 tw- year is God Refreshes My Soul. The specific verse that we have chosen to focus upon all year is Psalm 233 a Let me read it once more. He makes me whole again, steering me off worn hard paths. In the NIV, verse 23a reads this way, He, God, refreshes my soul. Another verse that reminds us of God's renewing power during tough times is Jeremiah 31, 25. I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. Right now in our world, it can be so difficult to look at our local church, our own towns, the greater United Methodist Church, and Lord knows our nation, and see anything that is good, as the scriptures said previously. It is also hard to feel peace and refreshed when it seems that everyone is divided on many issues that have to do with God and the Bible. People ask me all the time, Kimberly, how can you be so crazily positive when times are so hard? I do not see anything to be joyful about. How do you do that? This is what I like to say. It's like driving my car down the freeway. I see everything that is happening in all the lanes around me, but I choose to focus only upon what is happening right in front of my eyes on my own lane. It is very easy right now for all of us to get caught up in the negative reviews and news that are everywhere instead of focusing on God's promises and keeping them in the front of our minds. Recently, I have been going through a season with the Lord where he has been taking this lesson to a deeper level in my own life. Last year, I was diagnosed with rapidly growing cataract. What that means is that in less than two years, both my eyes grew large cataracts right in the center of my eyes. Like many other people living out their faith walk, I was serving the Lord, and then all of a sudden, my vision was being robbed from me quickly without me having any control over it. So the Lord and I embarked upon a journey to restore my vision. My first surgery just happened in November. The doctor protected that my healing would probably take longer than most people due to prior LASIK eye surgeries. Not to count on those two to three days of blurriness, but instead to embrace two to three weeks of blurriness. Today, now 14 weeks later, my first eye is still not clear or completely healed, but it is improving daily. So I have needed to hold firm to my faith over these past several months using my heavenly eyes when my earthly eyes are not cooperating. (laughs) Luckily, even though my vision is blurry, it's stabilized enough to have the next procedure scheduled. So just 12 days ago, surgery was completed on my second eye. As I continue to heal, I cling to prayer, scripture, and worship to keep me grounded in Christ and focused on the plans he has for me. Several people in my life feel as if it is very unfair that I have not had the normal cataract surgery experience. Why should someone like me, they say, full of faith, hope, and joy, who is actively serving the Lord, be subjected to less than wonderful results? My answer is very simple. I do not know why this is happening. But I do know the one who knows. And I trust him completely. We must always remember that God is here through it all, and he sees and understands very differently than we do. As United Methodist Church members, we must choose to go out and do the same thing that God does for us, for other people. We must help refresh their souls and point them to the truth when they, like myself, cannot see clearly. In Philemon 1.7, we see it declared this way, Your love has given me great joy and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the Lord's people. In 1 Corinthians 16.18, it says, For they refreshed my spirit, and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. As a family friend from Tennessee, Pastor Devin, likes to say, God calls us to be believers, not to be understanders. I'm going to say that again. We are called to be believers, and not usually understanders at all. Can we embrace the believing and just walk on in faith, even when we feel like we are walking blindly? Can we encourage others to do the same with us? Linking arm-in-arm as we help each other through the worn, hard paths mentioned in Psalm 23. There are so many simple things we can do to help others. For example, inviting someone to have a meal with us and giving them this gift. Be just, be green, UMW silverware pouch. This can start a meaningful dialogue about how we are doing our part to save the planet, and other good things that God created that we heard in the Genesis scriptures. Easy to do, easy to give. We also can share this spiritual growth study book, Finding Peace in an Anxious World. Who do you know now that is feeling anxious and needing some peace? They will be using this this summer for the Mission U studies. It is a great way to share a resource with others and dig into God's word, swapping stories about what steals your peace and what you are doing to break that cycle. We can tell somebody the story we heard today at Davis United Methodist Church about Kimberly and her crazy cataract eyeballs to spark a conversation with someone about having fortitude and moving forward with God when we cannot clearly see the next step on the road. So I stand before you today literally not able to see all of the good things that God is doing here at this church. But I am declaring them as so anyway. I encourage all of you to continue supporting the United Methodist Church as we move forward in 2020. I pray that God will richly bless Davis United Methodist Church for its faithfulness. Being here on this special Sunday has truly been a gift to me. And now before we continue on with the service, the Lord gave me one more gift to deliver to you today. On the seats and in the pews and around you, there were some handouts with the words to a worship song titled, It Is Well. This song has been brought to me during the time period between my two eye surgeries. It applies so strongly to what has happened to me physically, as well as to what is happening in our churches, our communities, and world today. In preparing for this visit, I felt the Lord strongly say for me to bring it to this church body today. I pray it will encourage you as much as it continues to bless and strengthen me. So for these next few minutes, please take a mental time out to receive from the Holy Spirit what it has for Davis United Methodist Church this morning. Can we agree to do that together? Okay, great. Here we go. Please receive your gift. Grand
2: earth has quaked before, moved by the sound of his voice. That are shaken and stirred can be calmed and broken from my regard. And through to not believe even when my eyes can't see and this mountain that's in front of me will be thrown into the midst of the sea and through it all through it all my eyes are on you through it all through it all it is well Lord and through it all through it all my eyes are on you and it is know his name My eyes are on him.
1: God said amen.